on this episode of the podcast, I'm doing a kind of short overview of my recent trip to the parks and the Pixie Dust Fan Cruise. I got to experience the parks after the cruise and, you know, I did the Rise of the Resistance with Carrie. We even recorded a little short interview inside the parks. Stay tuned for that. Hi, I'm Francine and you're listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast, a podcast where our first topic of conversation will always be Disney. I've been a Disney fan for as long as I can remember and I'm determined to bring more of that Disney magic into my everyday life. So if you need a little extra pixie dust in your day, you've come to the right place. Thanks so much for listening and let's get started. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. I'm really happy you're here and joining me today, but I am going to start off by telling you that I'm probably going to keep this episode a little bit shorter than normal. The reason I caught the most epic cold while I was in Walt Disney World Um, It was really the last night of the cruise. I started to feel sort of my throat scratching a little bit. And by the time I got to the world, um, it was it was unbelievable. I haven't had a cold like this in I don't know how long. So uh, that's why my voice might sound a little different and why I'm really struggling not to cough through through any kind of talking over 30 seconds. So I'm probably going to have to pause this a couple of times to keep going through, but I really, really, really wanted to put this out and give you sort of the overview of the trip that I just got back from uh, this morning. So this episode will go live on Wednesday morning and I flew home Tuesday morning on the 7 a.m. flight from Orlando Airport. That flight kills me all the time, but it's really probably one of my favorites once I'm home. I don't like the thought of getting up at, you know, 3.30 in the morning or whatever it needs to be for me to get to the airport in time. But I love the fact that I was home in my house by like 11 a.m. this morning. That's, you know, with my bags, I even waiting for my bags at the airport, getting in the taxi, getting home, um, you know, being home by that time of the day is really is really important to me because then I have the whole day to get ready for uh, going back to the unmagical job tomorrow. So I got home today and I figured I'd, you know, get some stuff done around the house that I had to get done. Uh, cleaned out some of the emails from the unmagical job because it's just going to be overwhelming going back tomorrow. And I feel like I needed to just clean out some of the clutter so that I, I can at least start working on the stuff that needs attention. Um, you know, it's always hard when you get home from vacation and it's, it's kind of midweek, it's good and it's bad. So yes, I have to go back to work tomorrow, but I really only have to work three days until the weekend. So, you know, it's kind of a win-win the short week. I'll take it. Um, I did unpack a little, so, you know, like all the dirty clothes came out, um, you know, the toiletries, all the, the standard stuff. It's like, it never comes out of my case, the shorts, all that kind of stuff. And it'll all be there when um, when I go on my next trip and I'm looking for it all. It'll all probably still be in my case. Um, but I did want to sit down and go through sort of the audio clips. Carrie and I took a couple of clips in the park that we've, we've never done that before. And I thought it would be fun to put it together in, um, in the podcast. But first, I want to take you back to uh, the Pixie Dust Fan Cruise just to give you sort of an overview and and tell you you know it was a I thought it was a great success I had a ball I got some great feedback from others on the trip and they had a great time as well 
I will do another podcast on it and hopefully get a couple of um, the people on to talk about it. And, you know, it was great because I think we had a couple of first time cruisers or, you know, first or second time cruisers and getting to see them enjoy it and experience things for the first time. You forget how special some of these things really are. Um, There was one cruiser who, you know, her boys, this was their first cruise and they just thought it was over the top and their servers at dinner really made them feel so totally special and I had for I just take for granted that the Disney servers do do that um because you forget what it's like when it's your first time and and these guys are and girls are are making you feel so special and that was absolutely fun to watch another first time cruiser a single mom with her daughter and she got paired up at dinner with two other single moms and their daughters how perfect was that? And the kids all bonded and the mothers all bonded. And it was a pretty great seating arrangement for for these people. And wow, like friendships formed all of a sudden over dinner. Another cruiser, her first cruise was not exactly what she thought it was going to be. She wasn't over the moon with it, but decided to give it another shot uh, on the Disney cruise because, you know, she was sailing with Pixie Dust fans. And I'm happy to report that I think she had a fantastic time. Uh, she even managed to get to Castaway Key, which was touch and go. We, um, our itinerary had to get moved around a little bit because the winds were so high on our Castaway Key day that they couldn't dock the ship. Um, but in, you know, Disney spirit, they switched our sea day and our Castaway day so that the weather was better and we could get docked the next day. And, you know, like... I think we don't realize like all of that stuff costs Disney money. And I'm fairly certain that if this had been a different cruise line, that may not have happened. But trying to please all of those guests on board, Disney changed the itinerary to make sure that they could give it the best shot of getting into Castaway Key and letting these people experience that fantastic and beautiful island. And they did. And I'm sure it cost them a lot of money and fuel because now they had to to drive faster to go back to Port Canaveral than they would have if they'd had a whole sea day to do it. I'm sure that all of those things have to be taken into consideration, but they really did go out of their way to make sure that we got to the island and it was a beautiful day on the island. So from what I can understand, all of the Pixie Dust fans had a great time on the cruise. And, you know, I'm really excited to, to now that we're home, to get more feedback and, and see how they feel about it. And yeah, it was it was really a really great cruise. Um, I'm excited about going on my next cruise. So I spent some time, uh, my friend Susan, I'd really only met her a couple of times through mutual friends. And she was on the Pixie Dust Fan Cruise and we got to spend more time together. And I'm really looking forward to it because she's going to be, her and her husband are going to be on the, the same sailing as us in May from Hawaii to Vancouver. So I'm excited about that. And we we got to talk all sorts of plans about that Hawaii sailing as well. I did get to spend some time in the parks afterwards. So this epic cold started, I guess, the last night of the cruise, uh, we went to Skyline, which is my favorite bar on the Disney Dream. And this is the bar where when you sit in the bar, the, the skyline changes every 15 minutes and it's different cities and it's just, it's so pretty. Um, but we were sitting in there and I thought, my throat's a little scratchy. Uh, but, you know, 
I just thought maybe it's the sea air. Maybe I'm not used to having so much fresh air. I'm not sure. But I kind of brushed it off. And by the time we were getting off the ship, yeah, I didn't feel that great. By the time we got to Walt Disney World, oh, I really wasn't feeling great. Uh, we checked into the Riviera Resort. And we had the Riviera Resort. We had a one bedroom there for one night because that's all we could get because it was all booked up. Uh, I did a live stream on Facebook for it and I did take some additional video that I will do. Um, I'll do a YouTube video for as well. And I have to say that, I mean, the resort itself is beautiful, obviously, but that room was pretty top notch. We loved it. It was fantastic. There were three of us. So there was uh, Carrie and my sister and myself. There were three of us in the room. It was so much space for all three of us. And we had a great time there. Um, I ended up having to go to bed early that night because I, I just felt horrible. And that cold, so that was last Friday. Uh, it is now Tuesday evening and my cold is finally, I feel like it's starting to turn the corner. Fun fact for those of you that um, I have advised, you know, don't worry if, you know, you forget anything at home. You can always buy it when you're there. One thing that Disney has stopped selling in their gift shops is adult cough syrup. So they have children cough syrup. Uh, they do not have adult cough syrup. They have adult pills, but no cough syrup itself. Uh, I asked in multiple stores why, because I know they used to have it. I have pictures of it. Um, nobody could really tell me the reason why they stopped selling it, but they have stopped selling it. And so if you think it's a good idea, you might want to bring some, some with you from home, uh, which is hilarious because right before we left, I had like some Vicks that was in my bag, I think from the last time, I don't, I'm not sure. And I thought, oh, I'm not going to waste any weight in my case on this. I'll take it out because if I need any, I'll just buy it when I'm there. So this time we actually had a car anyway, because I wanted it for the transfers to the, the cruise. So I ended up going to the grocery store uh, to get cough syrup. And I think it helped. I mean, it doesn't sound like it helped, but it is helping. And I think I'm kind of turned the corner. So that was uh, Friday night. And then on Saturday, we moved over to Disney's Boardwalk Resort. And we were, we were there um, until this morning very early this morning when my sister and I left. Carrie flew out yesterday and when I text her when I um, got home today she said she wasn't really feeling that great so I may have given the cold to her. I'm not sure but I in fairness I think I got it from my sister so you know they say that right like the easiest way to get rid of a cold is to give it to somebody else. I'm not sure. Um, so sorry Carrie <laughs> but so we spent uh, those three days at the boardwalk in uh, one bedroom because that was all the reservations we could get. And I, I've talked about this before, you know, with Disney Vacation Club, it's a great idea uh, with the exception of the fact that, you know, you can't always get a reservation where you want or with what you want. And, you know, we paid more for those one night at Riviera in a one bedroom because we couldn't get a studio than we would have for probably a week at Animal Kingdom in a studio. So, you know, it just depends on what's available and what you can get, unless you're going to book, it's like right at 11 months out at your home resort. So that's the long and the short of it. Uh, we stayed at the boardwalk. I did do a live stream and a video there as well of the one bedroom. I do love the, the one bedrooms because of the space. 
you know, for us when, when we've got work to do or, or things like that, you're not kind of all, um, on top of each other. There's a little bit more space. And for, for me, um, you know, I live alone and I'm used to having my time alone. And by, you know, day five or six of being in close proximity of God love my sister. I love my sister, but being together with people all the time for like 10 days, it's, it's a lot for me. So even just having that little extra space, um, is a big deal for me. And, you know, the boardwalk is one of my favorite resorts. It's close to Epcot. Yet last night I decided to just go for a stroll and I was able to walk over to Epcot. Um, so that, that part is great. And it was very handy for Carrie and I to do Rise of the Resistance. So, uh, Carrie and I took the boat over to Hollywood Studios and we aimed to be there. I guess we left the resort about 20 after six. And while we were on the boat, uh, Jen from Pure Magic was texting and saying, Hey, like, where are you guys? She was on the boat ahead of us. So we recorded this little clip um, in Hollywood Studios once we arrived. Listen to this. So Carrie, we're sitting here in the middle of Hollywood Studios. It is, what time is it? It's like eight, it's quarter after eight. We were here at what, 6.30? Uh, yeah. 6.30. We came in on the boat from Disney's Boardwalk to get Rise of the Resistance. We got through security. Well, you got through. You walked through. You had no bags. <laughs> you had my stuff. I had your stuff. Uh, so I went through the bag search, and then uh, you came through without your bags. But we ended up meeting at the same place yeah, anyway. Yeah, like it didn't take too long for you. Right. And then we met our friend Jen. She was already in, too. So we all kind of stood together outside the dark room. We waited in the Starbucks line longer than it took us to get from Boardwalk to Hollywood Studios. I know. <laughs> the the <laughs> Starbucks line <laughs> was the everything. the security line and, and whatever. The Starbucks line was probably longer than that process. Right? So yeah, we got through. We got our Rise of the Resistance. So we're boarding group 36. And we're sitting here waiting and they're up to what 31 did i just say yeah i yeah. think 31 so they're boarding the groups 31 and we're just sitting around because the park's busy it's jam-packed we want to get something to eat but the lines are too long well, we, we did have wanna... a snack we had a snack earlier so we did I'm, wait I'm peckish as, again. Soon, as soon as we got our boarding group we walked up to starbucks and the line was away out on the street but we waited in line and we got what what was that thing the uh, carrot cake cookie, which is not a It's cookie. not a cookie. They call it a cookie. But it's a cake. It's a cake. It's it's a reverse cupcake cake. What do you mean a reverse cupcake? It like, didn't look like a cupcake. Well, it's like the top part of the cupcake, the good part, really. You know, the, like you know, the, the dome part like of the, the dome cupcake? Like the dome part of the cupcake filled with the cream cheese icing. And then another... I love cream cheese icing. That's what made it. Because you know me, I'm not one for like when they put fruits or vegetables in cake. <laughs> I don't like that stuff. See, now you're ready to cough. I think I'm giving Carrie my cold now. How is this possible? Be my sister Becky gave it to me. And now I'm probably giving it to you. I'm not going to get it. You're not going to get it. I You've decided. it's just dry. You've just decided. <laughs> um, so yeah, now we're waiting for our boarding group. And we're going to have to record like a little excerpt when we get off the ride. So that we can talk about... 
what you thought of it and are you excited yeah I think I'm just like in disbelief maybe that is it really gonna happen is it really gonna happen like like you must be over the moon if I'm over the moon. I might be... Well, you're not a huge I'm Star Wars the, person either, though. I'm under though, the, so the bright suns is where I am You're right under now. the bright suns. <laughs> I can't wait. Well, because that's why I'm so excited for you to see it, because I want to see, like, as a non-Star Wars person, what you think. Like, I love Star Wars because of my age and, and what was available to us to watch as we were growing up, but I'm not, like, nuts about it, like, like, right. like you are. Right. I very much appreciate But But you like Star it. Wars, yeah. Yeah. Did you hear Harrison Ford was supposedly in the park yesterday? I did. I think he was looking for me. <laughs> he might have been. <laughs> I think he was looking for me. But yeah, we didn't hear any more. I know. He didn't find me. It'll be one of those posts in the, like a week or so that says, Harrison Ford was at Hollywood Studios recently. Right. And it'll have a picture of him. I know. It's I know. a little bit different here than... <laughs> The celebrities at Disneyland, they're all over the Instagrams. Oh, but yeah. But here, like, I think they keep it under, they use it as they a... They keep it under wraps until... And then they use it as a as a post on Disney right. Park's blog or something. Like a PR thing later on, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess we better check our boarding group and we'll be riding Rise of the Resistance soon. Yay! So that was a lot of fun. I I wasn't sure how it was going to turn out recording that on my iPhone, really. We were sitting on a bench outside of The Little Mermaid in Hollywood Studios. And yeah, it actually turned out okay. So it's funny, though, to hear Carrie saying, oh, no, I'm not going to get the cold. You know, I should poll her today and find out. So when she's listening to this tomorrow, um, assuming she listens to it on the day it goes live, I don't know. But when she listens to it, Carrie, I told you, um, you know, but I hope you're feeling better. So it was kind of fun for us to sit there and do that. And, you know, she was right about the whole Starbucks line. It was long, but that carrot cake was totally worth it at the end. It was, oh, so yummy. So we hung out in the park a little bit longer. And then before we knew it, our boarding group was called. And, you know, this was my second time getting to ride Rise of the Resistance and Carrie's first time. And we off we went and we got in line. Next, you're going to hear from us when we get off Rise of the Resistance. But of course, it's totally spoiler free, so it's safe to listen. All right, Carrie, there you have it. <laughs> you finally, you're I off. Finally, I rode you, it. You rode it. I did. I did it. You did it's it. It's done. Rise of the Resistance is done. And it's pretty what it, darn cool. I thought it was... Oh, so there's a couple things that we learned. Yeah. Well, really just one thing that we learned. Right. So do you want to tell them about how this all works? About what, what works? The bathrooms? Yeah. Well, we see, we were waiting around for a while this morning. And we and were drinking a lot of it. Juice. I had like a venti coffee and, and then an the orange, orange juice because I'm afraid I'm going to get sick. And then a cup of water. So I did like the, you know, when your mom tells you to try to go pee. So I did that. <laughs> but then once we got in the line, I realized I really had to go. So uh, they take you out a back door. Uh, so to, this is like there's a little exit or yeah, in whatever. The queue. The there's, there's, there's in a the bunch queue. of there's a bunch of exits through the queue, and they take you behind backstage where they have a bank of bathrooms, and then they bring you back in line. But what we didn't know is I went out and 
Fran, you were waiting for me. But yeah, once... I stayed at the door where you went out. <laughs> but what they do is they bring you to the next door so that your family can keep walking and then you, and then you catch up with them. Which... So I should have just stayed in line and kept going. <laughs> so we lost about five minutes because Fran was waiting for me. And I should have texted her once I knew, but I didn't. So. But that's okay. But so that was, was awesome. Yeah, that Holy was pretty customer cool. customer service like, there. That's Num- totally customer uno. service. And really, the line, once we got in line, once our boarding group was called and stuff, and we got oh, in yeah. line. I had my timer on. Um, you had your timer on, but really, we got in line um, at an hour ago. Yeah. And so, so we've done the whole ride. You went to the bathroom. We lost about five minutes. So, yeah. yeah from start to entering the queue to leaving about just under an hour, maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really like. I really liked it. I think you have to ride it a few times to capture everything those rideless their trackless ride vehicles are awesome yeah um for sure there is a small drop in it but it's actually not too bad it's no it's not like tower of terror drop no um yeah it's amazing there's lots of so many details to take in i kind of giggled when we when we went into the first uh part of the ride and i thought oh these imagineers are probably trying to figure out how to tell this story and they landed at orlando international airport and got on that tram to get over to them <laughs> to, oh, the, yeah. to the main terminal and they thought oh my goodness like, because there is there's a part with a tram like a little tram or you're, whatever well, it's a, pretty cool we're on a ship but it's like we're, we're yeah. on a tram and it's familiar and, and kind of cool so so it's kind of funny yeah I like that part cool and so I was wondering with that because I wasn't sure how they were going to tell the story like I saw I know what I knew what it was about but I was like how do we get there right and that's the that's the that's the segue, like the first chapter to That's get you how, to, yeah. the, to, to the rest because of the story. Because it's kind of like, because we were saying, there's so like there's like three main cha- like chapters in the attraction. So, like, when does the attraction start? I would say right from there. Yeah. Like, I think right from there when you get on that tram to go in. I th- Even though there are little bits of lines and things like that, I still think that is the whole attraction. Yeah, I agree. It was yeah. awesome. I was like... Um, you were you loved it yeah i did love it and i liked when it like when that started i was like oh so this is how this is gonna happen so it was it really it was pretty that's cool. when i started to get are you excited. glad that you didn't watch any spoilers yeah i am glad that i covered my eyes and fast forwarded all the all the spoilers for sure excellent it was, it was really good so i can't wait to ride it again not this trip though next, not this trip no next time so that was fun to do the recordings inside the park um you know, it's funny, I never even thought to do that and to do it on my phone, but I think it turned out pretty well. And, you know, you got to hear right away, I, that was literally within five minutes of us getting off the attraction because we got off the attraction, we walked outside of Galaxy's Edge and just went around the corner to try and find a quiet spot where maybe the music wasn't so loud. And it's funny, you don't notice how many speakers are in the parks playing park music until you're looking for a spot where there's no music. Yeah, there's there's no place where you can find that, let me tell you. You can only find places where it's just maybe not quite as loud. Um, but, you know, that's what we love about the parks is that, that ambiance, the music in the background really makes you feel like you're there. So I hope you enjoyed that. And I think I will absolutely be doing more uh, on-location podcast snippets and, and stuff later. That would be fun. But... That was the Rise of the Resistance from Carrie's point of view. It's absolutely phenomenal. And, you know, right now the boarding groups are all being done uh, where everybody at 7 a.m. They open the boarding groups for booking. And basically everybody in the park at that point 
has the same chance. So whether you were there at 5 a.m. or 6.55, if you're in the park, you then have the opportunity at 7 a.m. to grab a boarding pass. So we were standing next to our friend Jen and our boarding passes were two different than each other. So I think one of us was 34, the other was 36 or something along those lines. Um, so yeah, it's definitely a little more fair, but understanding right now, so moment to moment, everything changes. They are doing uh, surveys about how people are using the system and the boarding groups. I'm hopeful that they're going to change it at some point to make it so that you don't have to be there right at 7 a.m. And But it, it was, I will say it was a little more civilized, it felt, this time than it was um, the last time because in December I felt like they hadn't quite worked out when they were going to let people into the park versus when they were going to open the boarding window. Now I feel like they've got it all sort of down to a fine art where they're letting people into the park early because you have to be in the park to get a boarding group but then basically you all have fair shot at getting one once you're in. So who knows what Disney will come up with, but as we know, they're always looking to make the guest experience more enjoyable, and I'm sure they're going to come up with something that will make this a little easier to do. Uh, the line moves quite quickly once you're in it, so it must have some pretty good capacity, and you know, hopefully this just becomes one of those attractions, kind of like Soarin' or Flight of Passage, where or Slinky Dog, where you know it is, it is more difficult, the lines are a bit longer, but... If you choose, you could go and stand in the line for however long you want. Right now, there still is no standby for this attraction, and it is all solely done on boarding groups. For now, who knows what tomorrow holds? Well, there you have it. It's another episode of the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. Now, what was my Pixie Dust of the week? Uh, I can't really think of, you know, there was so much when you're on vacation. Like, that's just, it's over the top. But I really want to go back to... Um, Sitting at the airport, getting ready to fly out of Toronto, um, I actually ran into a family in the airport. So I was talking to my sister and, you know, it's funny because I never think about these things. It's It was, what, 6 a.m. I looked like I'd been pulled through a bush backwards. And I said something to my sister and this lady at the next table turns to me and says, are you Pixie Dust fan? I recognize your voice from your podcast. I, now you wouldn't recognize it right now, but, um, I was like, oh my goodness. And what a lovely family they are. And we had a great little chat and it was so much fun meeting them. And I'm sorry, I look such a, a state when you met me, uh, if you're listening, but it was so much fun. I'm glad we got to connect and chat. And, um, I hope that you enjoyed your Disney cruise. So they were going on a seven day, uh, sailing on the fantasy and I hope that it was everything you dreamed and that you enjoyed every minute of it. And it was a pleasure getting to meet you and your family. And, you know, that, it, yeah, it brought me a ton of pixie dust. So thank you for that. And thank you for reaching out um, when you recognized me sitting there. It was, it was kind of fun. That was the first time I've ever been recognized for my voice. Um, yeah, so thank you again. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, you know what to do. You share it on social media, tell your friends, and, you know, if you can, leave us a rating and review over on iTunes. They're really important to podcasting 
and you know it helps apple tell people that maybe they should listen it'll recommend my podcast to others please if you have time send me a note on facebook instagram you know send me a note on the website and let me know what you like about the podcast what you don't what you'd like to hear more of i'm all ears i can't wait to hear what you've got to say till next time remember that you are never too old to be young chase your dreams and design your own happily ever after